It's that pill that's so hard to swallow, yet oh so difficult to resist dishing out. But it's something that we will never not be around in our lives. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and don't be cruel because this particular episode will probably open me up to a whole host of criticism. And what I want to do is make sure, if this is your first time joining us, that this podcast is all about unlocking your unique code of happiness, unlocking happiness, if you will, and. One of the challenges that all of us encounter in our lives is criticism. Now, the title of this episode is called "Turning Criticism into Happiness." But how is that even possible? And yet, if we know how that can happen, our world can be completely different. Because the reality is this: we will never. Not be, or we will never be without criticism in this world, whether us giving it or us receiving it. Now, like I said, it's one of the most challenging things to receive criticism, and and we'll talk about why that is. But it's just as difficult to resist giving it, even though we know how it feels to receive it. So it's hard to resist giving it. And it can be even harder to receive. Now, it doesn't matter if it's constructive or not. Okay, our responsibility as human beings, as we evolve and grow, is to lean towards constructive criticism. If we are going to dish it, if we're going to give it, to lean towards that. Does that mean we're perfect? No. But it's a good intention to set, and good. Skill set to develop on how to deliver consistently constructive criticism, and the key to happiness and how we go into being able to turn criticism into happiness is to not expect others to put as much into delivering constructive criticism. Now you might say, "Well, way why can't I expect others to hold the standard?" That I have. Well, remember, this podcast is about creating states of happiness in your life, more happiness in your life. And one of the things we talked about in a previous episode is about expectations of others. So when we have a standard for ourselves and we're evolving and growing, one of the tenets to take away or increase. Take away your happiness or increase states of unhappiness is by expecting others to be on the same path as you. And as you are developing your skills as a constructive criticizer, <laughs> you are going to move in a direction at a different pace than other people. I mean, unless you are taking a class with someone and going through. The going through life step by step with another person, then maybe, but even then, that's a possible improbable.、Right? 
So, how then do we turn criticism into happiness, whether it be constructive or not? Because one of the challenges is, gosh, it hurts when we get some of the criticism out there that is not constructive, that is stingy, that is painful, that is though we know deep down inside there's elements of truth to it. Why do we even have to be told of what that is? Well, then, as you're thinking about that, about your own unique challenges with criticism, and I guarantee almost every human being has, at some point in their life, dealt with challenges around criticism. I will pose this question to postulate, to think about. And I'm not attached to whether or not you you receive it as truth or not, but it's a question. And the question is this, what if every form of criticism that you receive and even give lies happiness truths or truths that will lead towards happiness? See, happiness truths are truths that lead towards more happiness depending on how you receive it. Which, if we were to understand or actually embrace the concept that within criticism lies truths of happiness or happiness truths, and if it all depends on how you receive it, then is it possible that every form of criticism that you receive, especially criticism that triggers you, that doesn't make you feel good, that charges you up, and the only way it can is if there's an element of truth to it. See, in one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz, Don Miguel Ruiz, <laughs> with an R, one of the agreements is to not take things personally and recognizing that if you do, there is an element of truth or a part of you that believes in that truth. So if there's a criticism that comes your way, and this is a fantastic opportunity to get feedback from deep within you so that you can embrace greater states of happiness and longer states of happiness and deeper levels of happiness, is that when a criticism comes your way and you don't pretend that it doesn't bother you and you truly check in with yourself and it's triggering you and it charges you and it upsets you and it pisses you off, then there's an opportunity for happiness there because what that criticism has done, it, ha it has either activated a truth deep within you that you know to be true or an activated a belief system that may or may not be true, but you hold true to yourself so that it may get in the way of your states of happiness and may actually contribute to your states of unhappiness. I'll let you kind of receive that. Let that settle in a little bit. See, we're never going to be without criticism in our lives as human beings on this planet, wherever you go. You go to school, you will get criticized for your grades. You'll get criticized for the way you dress. You get criticized for your social conduct on the playground, off the playground, in the classroom, by teachers, peers, students. And then when you go home, of course, depending on how you are being raised and how you're being disciplined, criticism sooner or later will rear its head. 
And we can't rely on whether or not the person that's giving us that criticism, that you can't rely on them making sure that it's constructive and it's easy for you to receive so that it's sprinkled with sugar on top so that it's palatable. Unfortunately, we live in a world where there's so 7 billion types, 7 billion people out on the, on the planet. And as such, there's 7 billion types of people out there. Every human being has a unique footprint and has a unique expressive state of criticism. I mean, how many times, how many days have gone by where you have not criticized either yourself, some aspect of the world that you live in, or someone else? Think about how difficult it is to resist criticizing something that we see. I would venture to say that hopefully by the end of this episode, that you will view criticism as something that is embraceable and not something to be vilified or bad. So let's talk about how one should then receive criticism. Now, when you receive criticism, whether it be constructive or not, if your, I don't know, for lack of a better word, soul or the essence of your existence, the core existence of you receives it, then cool. Then you truly receive it. See, when your authentic being receives that criticism, there's less likelihood of a charge or a defense mechanism to pop up. Did I say that right? Mechanism? Defense? Mechanism <laughs> to pop up. And that's when you truly receive and have an opportunity to turn that criticism into an opportunity to increase your states of happiness. Because embedded within that criticism is either a truth or truth that you've bought into that may not necessarily be true. In other words, like a limiting belief or a story that you've bought into growing up thinking that that is applicable and true when it may not be. Now, when does criticism become a problem is when your ego decides it wants to receive the criticism. That's when I say good luck, because then that relies on how well you are tempering and grooming and cultivating and nurturing that ego. Remember, the ego is not an unnecessary thing. I spent years trying to get rid of the male ego and I couldn't do it. I was very, very unsuccessful and quite frankly failed at it miserably. And that was because I didn't realize until later, taught by a teacher, that a healthy ego is a necessary component of our identity in this lifetime as human beings. Without that healthy ego, we would not know who the heck we are and how to identify ourselves or how to align ourselves with our purpose. An unhealthy ego, on the other hand, can present a whole host of problems. One of the challenges, of course, is its inability to receive criticism or see that criticism as an opportunity to elevate our lives. What would happen if you were no longer attached to how someone gave you criticism as long as you did receive it? Sometimes we need to change the language. Sometimes we call it feedback. And oftentimes, good coaches will 
ask people who may not necessarily be clients or students yet and ask them, are you open for feedback? So as to give constructive criticism. Now, not everybody has the wherewithal or the insight or the awareness to remember to ask that question, asking for permission, but you can now. Remember, our responsibility is to lean towards constructive criticism day in, day out, so that we can learn how to be better and not be attached to expect others to. This is obviously a much deeper topic that can go layers deep, just like the layers deep of the levels of happiness. But just remember this. Pose that question to yourself again. What if every form of criticism lies happiness truths? And those truths that if you uh, allow your authentic self to fully receive it without attachment to its intention to how how bad it is, how good it is, or how it was delivered, but rather check in and say, hmm, is that true to me or is that triggering something that I believe to be true that may not necessarily be true, which then gives me the power and the responsibility to shift that perceived truth to an untruth so it's no longer relevant to our lives and contributing to our states of unhappiness, which then results in the flip side greater states of happiness. Interesting, right? And it's an evolutionary possibility. As we continue down our journey to achieving greater states of happiness, one of the most important things and skill sets to develop is the ability to turn criticism of all forms into happiness. And that's it for this episode. Now, if you got some good nuggets of happiness-inducing inspiration or you were overwhelmed with criticism on this particular episode, no worries, you made it all to the end. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose happiness you care about or those that struggle dealing with criticism and not knowing what to do with it. Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels. Feel free to give me feedback on those channels. <laughs> and until then, just remember, when in doubt, choose happiness. Happiness.